Welcome to 5-Minute Finance, a podcast that explores topics that are impacting your money. Join us as we discuss what is moving the economy, markets, stocks, and personal finance. This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Before acting on any financial advice, you should consult a financial professional who can review your specific financial situation. Any opinions expressed by the hosts or guests are their own and do not reflect the opinion of LVM Capital Management. Clients or employees of LVM Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in the podcast. Welcome to 5-Minute Finance. Tyler and Craig here. We are going to talk a little bit about the second quarter earnings for the S&P 500 in the market and some of the constituents because we know at the end of the day, earnings and fundamentals of the companies are really going to drive the long-term stock performance. So let's start taking a look at the S&P 500 sales surprise and earnings surprises, which were actually pretty positive so far this year or this quarter. Sales surprise was about 3% and the earnings surprise was about 4.5%. And what we mean by surprise is the actual results from the companies were better than the expectations from Wall Street analysts going into the quarter. So it it was pretty broad based. Most companies had some surprises. But when you take a look at the actual sales and earnings growth, there were some positives and some negatives. Craig, you want to talk a little bit about some of those positive and negatives in terms of the actual growth? Sure. So uh, despite the fact that uh, stocks uh, were down in the first half of the year, second quarter earnings for the S&P 500 were actually up almost 9% on about a 15% increase in sales. We saw a little bit of margin compression as uh, labor costs and other costs rose, but we saw some really good growth pretty much across the board in terms of both sales and earnings. A number of the sectors had uh, double-digit sales growth. Only uh, three, three or four sectors uh, were less than double-digit sales growth. And earnings growth was really led by energy as energy prices rose strongly globally. Industrials uh, did well coming off a a low base, but we really saw pretty strong earnings across the board. The areas that uh, didn't perform as well in terms of earnings were some of the more cyclical areas, consumer discretionary, communications, financials. But a lot of the consumer discretionary shortfall was really due to Amazon. And Tyler, you want to talk specifically about that? Yeah. So on a company level inside of the consumer discretionary, Amazon was the largest contributor to the decline in earnings. And some of the data from FactSet actually shows that if you were to exclude Amazon, the consumer discretionary sector would be actually showing a positive earnings growth versus the negative 10% decline in earnings growth. So that was that was a negative contributor to those earnings. Amazon is the largest piece to the consumer discretionary sector. So that kind of makes sense that it kind of weighed it down because they kind of had a uh, poor quarter in terms of their earnings figure. And that's even inside of the consumer discretionary, there's there's different industry levels inside of that sector. And if you take a look at the worst performing industries in that sector, it was really all related to online internet, direct sales, marketing, online retail, and some other pieces like auto components and apparel, things like that, that were negative. And it was kind of that shift. If you take a look at the other five positive, really positive ones, kind of along the lines of people going out and spending and traveling again. So hotels, restaurants, and leisure is actually had a 2000% growth in terms of their earnings because there was kind of that negative impact in the first quarter of last year or second quarter of last year. So people going back out and spending 
We've seen that in some of the numbers too with Disney, their park spend, I think it was up like 70% uh, year over year. So we're starting to see that shift really from goods to services. And it was kind of really prevalent in the consumer discretionary sector this quarter. One thing that's really interesting, I think, is how stock prices have reacted to these earning surprises. According to FactSet, over the last five years, on average, when companies have reported a negative surprise, stocks have dropped about 2.5%. This year, the average uh, reaction to a surprise was uh, no change in price. And the companies that have reported positive surprises typically go up a little less than 1%, and this quarter they were up uh, over 2%. So the market really had very low expectations going into the quarter and uh, reacted very positively to the fact that earnings came in much better than anticipated. Yeah, so the market kind of got a little bit ahead of itself in terms of the 25% decline or so we saw. And the market was expecting maybe some worse figures. And realistically, earnings have come in strong. And so you've seen kind of that rebound in terms of the stock prices because earnings have been a little bit better than expected. And speaking of estimates, the Fed uh, is going to continue to raise rates throughout this year. As a result, estimates for the third quarter and the fourth quarter are trending down. But analysts are still projecting about 6% earnings growth in the third quarter on 9% revenue growth and another 6% earnings growth in the fourth quarter with revenue growth slowing somewhat to about 7%. For the full year 2022, we're still looking for about 9% earnings growth and revenue growth of 11%. So even though estimates continue to come down, still anticipating further earnings growth. And hopefully we'll see surprises similar to what we saw in the second quarter after the analysts have lowered their expectations for both third and fourth quarter. Yeah. And then so taking a look at those estimates for this year and putting a valuation on the market, the forward 12 month will include partial of of next year's earnings, but a forward 12 month PE ratio for the S&P 500 is about 17 and a half right now. That is below the five-year average, closer to 18 and a half. And uh, the 10-year average, so it's, it's slightly above that. So the 10-year average is about 17 times earnings, which is kind of interesting. We actually, when we got to the lows of the market, the forward PE ratio got closer to 15 and a half during June there. And of course, the, the big unknown in the forward PE is the E, what the earnings actually will be. So uh, if they continue to surprise on the upside, that forward PE is actually lower. If they uh, come in worse than expected, the PE might actually be higher than what we're seeing right now. Right. Okay, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listening. Please feel free to reach out for any topics or questions. Podcast at LVMCapital.com.